Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Man, oh man. It's uh, Tuesday. Press conference earlier today from interim head coach Vicki Joseph on the football program. And kind of a State of the Union sort of, uh, this is the particulars. And he took about 10 questions. And what do you say? You say anything, you say anything uh, spicy? Well, here's. Uh, now, I, you got my mic on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah, you're I on. I can't hear. You're All right, there you go. I didn't think it was spicy. I thought it was 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 interesting. He opened with, "I challenge the kids to get better this week." Our model this week was Nebraska versus Nebraska. We're not worrying about Indiana, but to get ready and to get better as an individual team and get the fundamentals cleaned up and get better in all three phases of the game. He said, "Like I said on Saturday, that was on me. I should have slowed the ball down and huddled, took some possessions away from Oklahoma." Um, I did not do that, and that is on me. They responded great today. They responded great yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's you like accountability and uh, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but well, I, I still look at it yeah. like you, you could still try to stop in the Oklahoma. You could at least, at least, provide some sort of resistance. Well, he talked about Shenander. Uh, he was asked about Shenander. Uh, and he said, Shenander's a good man and a good coach, but the numbers did not add up. I did not see us getting better. For four weeks, I did not see us get better from week to week one to week four. I had to, uh, to make a decision, the best decision for the kids, because it's about the boys. So I had to make the best decision for the boys. Yeah, it's, a, it's an unfortunate part of the business, man, and that's why uh... – you know, head coaches that are able to have long tenures, you know, understand what it really means. And I don't think people, I don't think the regular layman fan that under really understands it. And sometimes coaches don't understand it. When you're a head coach, the last person you need to think about is yourself, even though you're the highest paid. That's or and then it trickles down. So when you're a coach, a position coach, the last person you need to think about is yourself because you're thinking about your players. 
But when you're a head coach, you're the, you're you're the like the I don't know since the you know royal uh, funeral or whatever you're he's, like you're you're the grand overseer you're the grand overseer and everybody is affected by the decisions you make in and out of the office on or off the field because there's a trickle down effect there's a lot of people there's like I call it uh, you know there's a lot of collateral damage you know um, you know because you, you know. If 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 it's, if it's perceived you're not handling your business, then it goes from you. Then you know the defensive coordinator. Well, then you know if that's your defensive staff and that's your staff. Well, then everybody else is just like I said, collateral damage, and now they're on notice, right? Um, and some could be warranted, some couldn't, you know. But at the end of the day, it go it stemmed from one to the other, and that's why. You know, people, you know, I, they're so quick to talk about firing a coach, cutting a player. There's a lot of things that go into it that you need to think about. They got wife, they got kids, they got family. Yes, they are handsomely con- compensated. And that's one of the most appealing things about Nebraska. So it, it uh, seems like that you can come here and get paid and, you know, whatever. But, you know, so that's part of it. But ultimately, there's other there's other things that go into it. So, um, you know, Mickey's right. You know, Eric's a good dude. And at this point, at you know, Especially from Georgia Southern to you know Oklahoma, the the defense didn't perform well. Um, it's probably plenty of blame to go around. I'm sure. I'm sure Eric would. I mean, I'm assuming he's like, man, I probably wish I could you know have a few calls back, right? As the players probably wish they had a few plays back, both individually and collectively. Uh, but you know, over four weeks or you know so forth and so on. But um, you know, he had you know you, you expect him as a, as a head coach. Uh, to act as such um, and to operate as such, and he has to make the best decision that he has to, that he thinks is right at this point in time. So you have to respect it. You don't have to like it. You need to respect it um, because he's making it for with everybody else in mind, right? He's making a hard decision for you uh, as a player uh, for hopefully potentially the, the the betterment for you in you know in this season. Um, you know those decisions probably aren't easy. Um, sure Mickey doesn't take him lightly and uh you know and he's probably you know it's not like an impulsive he doesn't seem like a very impulsive person so uh, I know you know something he you know probably didn't want to do but he felt like he had to do and he understands it's part of the business I'm sure you know he's seen other people that have been you know been on the other side of it it's not fun I mean you know they they won a national championship at LSU and and here's uh what's his face as the head coach he lost his way then everybody else loses right they lost their offensive coordinator to Carolina um, Ed Olgeron kind of got out of, you know, got out of his, you know, what made him successful and he exposed everybody else. I mean, so it's, it's a tough business to be in and that's why, uh, you know, coaching is a hard business to get into and to stay into and so forth and so on. 402-464-5685, starter him and text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you want to join in the conversation. Uh, yes, in fact, we do read comments off the video stream. Uh, the Sarder Heyman Live video stream on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, Twitter Live, so you can make those comments, and we will get to them as well. Jay Foreman will tell us now about the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese and their special ingredients and butcher shop located at approximately 84th and Havelock. Great dessert menu, great uh, main course menu, uh, or great appetizer menu, great uh, main course, and great dessert. And they have a butcher shop, so... 
It's not only cert- certified PMT's beef, but it has all kinds of types of beef and cuts. So um, I enjoyed myself going there, and it's a good, a good. I had a good experience, and look forward to going back. So I highly, highly encourage uh, everybody to go, especially with the off weekend this weekend. Um, you know, you're usually pretty busy during Husker weekend, so you might be able to get in this weekend. Uh, from the text text line, I said, uh, Kirk says, I don't know. I know they don't let you guys watch practice, but you might want to send a few people down there to watch the players walk to their cars. There's quite a few a few soft marshmallows. Um, Craig. What? Yeah. Like, uh, you know. I don't even know what that means. That the, they don't look like football players. <laughs> they don't have, you know, muscular you, you bodies. They get in the weight room? He said they look they, they, or they called them quite, they, quite a few soft marshmallows is what he said. Um, you get on an Atkins diet or something? Uh, man, uh, you know, you never know. Um. Also, the question is, are we going to see someone else at right tackle? Because Ben Hart uh, would have trouble blocking the sun, let alone trying to block the defender. What say you, Jay Foreman? What? Do I, do I think they're – I don't know, man. I mean, that's a Mickey question and a Coach Rayola question. Um, From what yeah, you he's, saw – He's struggling a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe get him some help or something like that. Um, I mean, I know I – don't, I don't think any kid wants to go out there and – struggle like that so every nobody's immune to a, a bad game or your few games are struggling so that's a coach's decision but i would if i was him i would be working diligently every day not just the days i have to be there diligently uh supreme overtime on how i can be better um both just for him uh, you know as a you know i'm assuming as a competitor but then also for the team because you know, at the end of the day, whether you're playing at Nebraska, Meatloaf State, you know, Northwestern, Miami, Minnesota, it doesn't matter where it's at. You, you definitely want to, you know, put your best effort out there, especially if you're out there. I, I, I find this interesting that in the conversation, and I, I kind of want to have the conversation with you, Jay, a lot of the discussion around social media or on social media has been, well, you know, can't believe nobody told us what was going on in the program. You know, things from behind the scenes. Well, who was what? Who was supposed to? Well, who was that needed to be told? The fans or something? The the question is, how did nobody know the stuff that is now being put out that's there? And I want to ask you because I know for me, I the most of the work that I've done here hasn't been credential work. Same for you. Like right. you just you're working off of off of personality and, and resume but the things that are said behind the scenes away from a microphone don't always make it to air and there's no. there's several reasons yeah. why yeah i mean it's there's several yeah, reasons I mean, why it's no different than me being on the, this radio station five hours a week and not being down at practice right now i would push back heavily against that because i can i know for a fact ohio state penn state uh, Michigan State, and I know for sure Georgia and Alabama have guys that that are former players that do radio over there, and I know there's plenty more. Actually, I know that Minnesota as well because Ron Johnson, who's a good friend of mine, um, and Daryl Thompson, you know, both of them, I've you know, just knowing from being from Minnesota, or do it. So maybe that it, that's part of it. If it's insul- insulated, you know, there's two reasons why you do where you kind of like batten down the hatches. Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion, I don't. I mean. Never been a head coach, never had to batten down the hatches, but 
You batten down the hatches if you're trying to get supreme focus, right? Like it's just us. Yeah, yeah. well, we it, you know it's, it's us. It's, it's, it's us like, and us. It's right? no different than we're at the bowl game. It's, you know, if we had say curfew was going to be in effect to say Wednesday, and say we decide to start on Tuesday, well, we needed that. We we want to be extremely focused, so we just hotel bed meetings practice you know what i mean that's just batting down the hatches now granted we didn't have cell phones and all that stuff we all we had was like little sky pages or whatever but that's that's one reason you do it and another reason is if if you potentially could be viewed as not operating on the up and up i've never it's almost here's a here's a good analogy right what and i talked about this ryan Tannehill in the rookie quarterback in and and I have also another story about it. Whereas a vet, a rookie kind of depends on a veteran. A veteran will kind of, or generally, you're supposed to pay it forward and give back and teach you the ways and expose yourself, both good, bad, and indifferent, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Versus you have another veteran. I'm not going to tell you anything. There's a story Shannon Sharp talked about, where he how he made the team as a rookie, uh, seventh round draft choice. And everybody thought that he, you know, he was funny in the locker room, but he didn't really know the playbook. He had to know like all four positions. He had to know tight end, H back, X and Z. Well, he didn't. So he asked an older guy who was in competition with him about a play. He told him the wrong play. So that let me know that veteran had something. He he was hiding something. Well, which he was scared of competition. Whereas like sometimes in a coaching thing, they can kind of do that, where you can kind of maybe see something or something that might not be on the up and up or view something, you know, or just kind of like be talking amongst themselves or, you know, like the, you know, these conversations or whatever can sometimes happen. And then, and they don't want to get checked on it because if I'm, if I'm, if I'm a head coach and within reason, all right, within reason, I don't need you at practice evaluating my play calling. I don't need you to be at practice and then be like, all right, you, you, you know, you, you know, you, I get it. You, but still, come to practice. When we, when we were winning out the championship, I, I swear to God, there was dudes there every, every day, every day, at the start of practice, and I think they were there at the end of practice. You'd have to ask Sip, but I remember looking over there and seeing them all the time. Um, now it's a different time. It is a different time. So the, I'm just saying, even when we were in Buffalo, that we didn't have a big media like, you know, but guys were there, you know, in the locker room beginning of practice, end of practice, while we were actively practicing, um, not just stretch. You know, they didn't need to see Bruce Smith and Thurman stretch or, you know, whatever. So sometimes that's the way it is, and sometimes you're kind of doing it. And, some, you know, sometimes, you know, Ed O'Geron, there's guys that lose your – sometimes you, like, lose your weight. Now, do I believe everything that's said on the Internet? No, but and uh, there's some probably some that, you know, stuff that needs to be taken care of. That's part of it, and I just I'll, I'll speak on this really quickly, DP, because as someone that is a reporter that actually does kind of go into that space, I can't stand when people say that because everyone can say a rumor on the internet. Reporters' jobs is to report. If you know for 100% fact, if you can prove it, okay, that's one thing. All of this throughout this entire situation has been rumors. 
So why are we saying about this reporters? Like, that isn't so reckless as a reporter to not say something or to say something at that matter if you don't know for 100% fact, yeah. if you can't yeah, I don't show know. proof. I don't know. That is just so reckless. And for people to say that reporters should be doing that is part of the problem. Well, this yeah, is – I, this I, also, this is the, I also know that I, I won't say the reporter's name. Um, no, he's not a reporter. He's a, a media, media, whatever mm-hmm. you call it. It's somebody that covers a team. And he just said he was he wasn't scared, but he knew that if he said something, he might be blacklisted. I don't know. I don't and really that might know. be something completely different. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what's done is done. Is you know, uh, it didn't work out, which is probably the worst part about it. Right. Because you know, there's a lot of things that when you you know, I always say like this, like. And I said this the other day is like, you know, here's here's where some some anger probably I won't say anger, but just being upset or just whatever you want to call it, is that he had a tremendous opportunity. And and it's not all Scott's fault, though. All right. As as you as you're saying, it's not all Scott's fault, but he's a head coach. He's going to be blamed for it. And, you know, whatever his percentage of fault is, it's probably more than 50 percent, but it's not all his fault. But he has a tremendous opportunity that not a lot of people that are in the coaching profession that have been here and played here and have worked in the coaching profession that would have ever gotten a, a, a chance to do. That's factual. All right. Turner Gill was the hottest coach in the nation when he was leaving Buffalo. Didn't get a sniff here. All right. Now, it, it worked out well because Bo came and he won like 73 games or something and, you know, won nine a year. So you could say that worked out. But there's other guys that have not got the opportunity to coach here in any role as easily as probably some guys that have been recently. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's probably where it's at and all the other stuff to it. I mean, it's it's no different than when Bo was here. It's just a different type of uh, uh, information where, you know, Bo – and I can speak, Bo. I think you know if if you could split Nebraska, it, it, however you want to slice it, fifty fifty, that was Bo. That's why you had the Bo Leavers still call, calling in, and there's people that love Bo, and there's people that didn't like Bo. Same with Scott. There's going to be the people that think Scott should have been able to coach out the rest of the year or got to mm-hmm. go through seven years, and there's some people that um, that didn't. And then there was stuff that they were saying, not not Bo directly, but things that were going on in Bo, Bo's coaching staff. That was all over the place as well. It's just the way. That's just the way it is. Now, a lot of that stuff comes in, out out after, because you know when you're on the, well, first of all, in both situations you're winning. You 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 don't want to be that guy to be up here trying to talk about some rumors and stuff. And in you know he just pulled you know got nine ten wins or versus you're trying to, you know. And I I think guys that w- cover the team or most of them are generally trying to support the team. Um. I'd probably say there's only one or two that probably enjoy this type of atmosphere. Um, and that's few and far between, but those are always the ones that, you know, got to get the most kind of play. But, you know, I just think that, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a very odd situation. I mean, even just how stuff is handled and um, even with myself, just an odd situation. Um, it's a learning situation for, the uh sure for scott right i mean at some point in time you gotta you know kind of like 
look at how could he have done better. I'd like to think so. Um, players need to probably figure out how they could have done better and then just go from there. I mean, look, there's – when Craig Bowl left here, he had a tumultuous time as a defensive coordinator. He did. Players didn't connect with him. He didn't connect with the players. You know, now look at him. I, I think it's a good place to take a break. Uh, we've got two segments to get to in the rest of the hour. Uh, there'll be short segments, but we'll we'll load them. We'll answer some of the texts uh, that, that are on the text line. Uh, you guys have been busy uh, putting your comments in and asking questions, but I think being able to define the responsibility of each space, the athletic department and, and their messaging, the media and their messaging, and there's a the media is a wide ranging thing and a wide ranging group. And then the fan base and how they engage. We'll talk about those things when we come back to old school. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. 